Hello, everyone out there in podcast world. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, you're listening to a watching service business mastery podcast. I am your host, Tersh Blissett, sitting virtually next to my co-host, uh, Joshua Crouch. And uh, we have an awesome guest. We have Billy Stevens with Sarah and on the show today. And we're going to talk about job efficiency. And we're going to do this in 20 minutes or less. And so we're going to try to be efficient while talking about job efficiency. Exactly. hundred percent. So for those of you who don't know, Sarah is a sponsor of the podcast. Amazing supporter of the podcast and has done amazing things for us. And we are super excited to talk with Billy. And I don't want to talk too much here on the intro because I, I want to get into the, the meats and potatoes here because it's we could go we could go long on this for sure. So Billy, Josh, you want Billy, to yeah, Billy's shown us the back end of this before it was like officially like fully done like several weeks ago. And I think this is going to blow people's minds and you're going to really understand how to be a f- not only understand your job efficiency, but what that does for your pricing, both higher and ultimately possibly lowering your pricing too, once you understand your efficiency. So that way your customers are getting 100% efficiency and so is your company, which is the ultimate goal. Hopefully you guys take away a lot from this episode. Yeah. Are you looking for valuable business advice to reach that seven-figure revenue mark? Do you want actionable tips to properly navigate through every business challenge you encounter along the way? Let Tersh Blissett and Josh Crouch be your guide in getting you to the top here at Service Business Mastery. Tune in as they sit down with world-renowned authors in business, leadership, and personal growth who share valuable insights about management, marketing, pricing, human resources, and so much more. Let their nuggets of wisdom gold guide you in owning a thriving, profitable, and ever-growing business. Here are your hosts, Tersh and Josh. Hey, Billy, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, yeah. glad to be back. We got Absolutely. Sarah users already waiting on your every word here, Billy. So this better be good. <laughs> right. I know they're uh, anxiously waiting for us to give it to them. I anyway, uh, definitely want to let them know that we're going to release it the second week of May to them. And so they can get started on improving their efficiency right away. What I'll talk about at first is just real quickly. Is in this day and age, we've got a lot of uh, headwinds going on. We've got... Um, interest rates going up, inflation, everything's going up that we sell <laughs> several mm-hmm. times. Oh yeah. I think we just got a 9% increase like last month. Yeah. So we've always thought about efficiency and ran our businesses like this. And efficiency is going to allow you to offset these price increases because a lot of the money that goes into running these businesses is just inefficiencies, mm-hmm. redundancy and all of that stuff. And that's really what Sarah is all about. It's about time, right? And if we can reduce everyone's time and improve their efficiency at the same time, we'll get a lot of improvement. So job time tracking is the total labor across all appointments for a job. And what that means is if you send a technician out to a job and let's say he doesn't sell for you, he flips, or even if he does sell for you, but we can capture all the time, the drive time, the time spent at the job and all these things that mm-hmm. he's there. And then he can flip right out of our tech app to a salesperson. And that salesperson can will keep up with their time and their efficient, how much time they spent on the job, how much time they drove to the job, because we're buying their gas and we all know oh, out of sight. The and then let's say he sells it and then he's able to schedule an install team right there in front of the customer. And where it gets really interesting here is usually when you have an install crew, there's two 
people. Some companies run three people. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a tool to help you decide if two is more efficient than three now. So you will find out in live time whether you're winning or losing on the battle of two man crews versus three man crews. But one of the things that we can tell is who's the most efficient and most profitable because it's not always the top selling tech. It could be someone in the middle. And so we identify this through this uh, tracking that we figured out and built into Sarah. And so it's really about that is just being able to charge for every minute of everyone's time. And if we can figure that out, we can overcome price increases because the efficiency will allow us to sell at a lower margin. We're more efficient and uh-huh, make uh-huh. more money. Yeah. That's the whole idea. We can't do anything about the price of equipment. It just, it's going to keep going up. Exactly. So we need to we need to stop thinking in the old ways of that one lever. The only lever we have is to raise prices when we get these price increases, or or they or not use a lever at all. A lot of people just ignore it and pass it on, lose out, and the cut gets the benefit. And so we want to stop that, and we want people to start thinking about how to run their businesses efficiently instead of only having the option of raising prices. Mm. All right. So with that. So this job time tracker, as you can see here, this is just a PowerPoint presentation today. And what you're looking at here is a person's job. And the circled area there is the job time section of the customer's job. So in Sarah, everything is at one spot. You don't have to move around all over the place. You Mm. can just get about to anything you need uh, with the click. Because if it's blue, you can dive into anything. It's it's clickable. That is correct. And so this is basically how the actual job looks. And if we basically, we can review the actual time work versus the sold time and travel time, work time, and actual duration of time of everyone on a job. So you see there's multiple people on jobs and stuff. I think the next one, if you'll go to the next. And so in this particular job, it was actually 85% efficient. And so between all the folks that went to this job, they traveled three hours and 38 minutes. And, and one thing I want to point out here, this is pretty much done without any manual input at all. This is Sarah taking Mm. care of this. We're not telling you to fill out all this stuff after every job. In fact, you don't have to really do anything. All you have to do is when you have an install team, if they're always the same two people in the install team, you don't have to do anything. But if someone calls in sick and you want to put someone different, you just make that transfer. You literally just drag his his name under the name of that lead Uh and then off you go. And that's all you have to do only in that situation. Otherwise, it's 100% automated. Now, is there somewhere that we're putting in their their hourly pay or fully loaded labor rate or anything like that? Yes, sir. So the price book is a living living piece of our software, which makes it very unique. It's not static. It actually Mm -hmm. helps you create these efficiencies. And without it, you can't have the efficiencies that you're looking for. And then it goes back to previous podcasts when we talked about uh, margin pricing and all that. It's all about getting grabbing your prices what you should be charging out of your financials, getting them into the price book in the right spot at the right amounts, and then using efficiency to hone in on perfection. Okay. Gotcha. It's just real easy to do. We did all the hard work in the background so that you could have an easy time with this. Could you dive into me? So the, so for anyone listening to this, hopefully you go back and, and watch this. He, he has some numbers on the screen and it tells the job efficiency based on the sold hours and the actual amount of travel and work that's been done. And the job efficiency on this example is 85%. So they essentially, the example is they worked, the work time was 12 and a half hours over what was sold. Can you break down a little bit like the stretch. Okay. So customer of yours sees this or a contractor sees this. 
what should they do with this data? Because I know a lot of times when contractors see data, they're like, that's great. What do I do now? I, I don't know what to do, especially if it's under or over, what different things should they be thinking about right. doing so that way they can level out and try to get to that 100% efficiency across all jobs? Absolutely. Great question, Josh. And so KPIs are uh, near and dear to my heart, but the right KPIs are the ones I care about. And if your KPI can't answer the question, what, just what, with a question mark, what do I, what am I learning here? And what do I do about it? That's what we have to answer on every KPI. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't move the needle, it's a KPI you probably don't need because we gloss over those anyway. It's getting down to how do I affect my financial state with this information? So what do I do? I'm over here. So what Sarah will do is it looks at this job. We'll have this information. And we see that we're over in 12 hours and 33 minutes. Now that's a snapshot, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to go in and we need to look at our task and we need to take a look at where we can improve. I don't like snapshot KPIs because they don't really give the, what, yeah. what do I do with this and what did I learn? Mm-hmm. And so Sarah's going to grab this data over time and we'll show you on a couple slides here in a minute where you got, you gather all the data from all the techs, from all the jobs that were done each day, from all the jobs that were done each month. And then you start getting a clear pitch, which task you have improperly priced because of the, and a perfect example is when we go in and set up this feature, when you have two people and on an install crew, Mm-hmm. You can't put a system in in eight hours right. with two people. It's 16 hours right. with two people, right? right. right? Mm-hmm. And with flat rate pricing and your pricing is 350, 400, 500, I've heard all these big numbers. How in the world are you going to put 16 hours on there? Exactly. And so you have to use six or eight to make your price work. So now you have no data and you can't understand what I need to do. That's where the, I don't know what to do with this data is. Because <laughs> yeah. There is no... There is no clarity, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of It's a just bunch a bunch of numbers. of numbers that they get a report on. They're like, oh, okay, that's yeah, well, it's whatever. Well, I was I was told <laughs> I was told I was should be in this area and I'm close. Good. I move yep. on. What a low hanging fruit from the point of having a con a contracting business. All that all the stuff we don't sell and understanding what we can do to get that sale. It's such a low-hanging fruit where eventually guys they just start standing around or they don't have anything to do that day. They have a half day or something in the slow season because they don't have it. We didn't sell enough to mm-hmm. keep everything flowing. I love where this is going because I know there's more to this as you peel back the onion, but this is great stuff. On the flip side is it's live information. And so you can actually rehash live while the tech's there, or the salesman's there, or whatever. Oh, yeah. um, so, so you can avoid that whole by the 25th thing altogether because Sarah will, it'll, the thing about Sarah is we set margins. We try to, try to hit margin goals. We know what our overhead goals are. And once we handle those, we know that we can now sell at a discounted rate to, to actually bring in more revenue. Billy, do you have an example of like a task that you guys had maybe had set aside too much time on and the price, you know, do you have an example of something like this that you guys have tweaked over that first, that last 90 days that brought the cost down or brought the cost up and, and helped you guys become more efficient. So just so people can think of put so like in the a last example with it. In the last 90 days, water heater installs, we really were off on those. Off high, um, high or low. We were off by being over, if you will. Okay. In other words, inefficient. Okay. Mm, So in this case, we were inefficient, but then on the smaller stuff, like onesie twos task, Mm -hmm. that 300 to $500 range, we were actually under. 
And that's where we had to add time and do things like that because we actually were realizing that our technicians couldn't get that job done as quickly as we thought. So what makes job efficiency accurate? So work crews, we got to understand that when we have work crews, it's double the cost, right? You have two people on these crews, maybe three people, depending on what kind of jobs. We sell a lot of repipes underneath houses. And in some cases, we may have four or five people on the job. And those really shine when you find out how off you are on your bidding. That's a $20,000. Yes. A $20,000 job and you got your, your lunch eaten. It's mm-hmm. just, and, and so that's another example of where Josh, that question you asked earlier that we were just way, we were just way off. We didn't realize how off we were on those. And now it's becoming clearer, but it's taken, you're going to get this data live, but you still need, you know, a good 90 days worth of data to start really playing around with it. Because mm-hmm. it's going to give you that info and it's going to give you that info individually and as an entire department. You can look at it from the department standpoint. You can look at it from the entire company standpoint. So, so you can you see just, if commercial service HVAC was losing you money, but then commercial you know, maintenance was making you money. Then like one was robbing Peter to pay Paul where. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Using work crews is essential for job time tracking. It's just very important that everyone that ever touches a job gets tracked and they don't even need an app to get tracked from. We can track them still. And so uh, a tech app is what I meant to say. They don't need the actual tech app. They can install helper. They can be a parts runner, new hires without an app yet. You're training them. You want to know what it costs you to train somebody? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to tell you for huh. sure. What's that really costing you? Not just the payroll that you're paying the guy, but now... You're uh, being inefficient by 50% because you've got a guy you're training. So this is a lot of what this opens up for you. Okay. And then if there's any, you can manage and editing crew member times. Let's say, for instance, you have a guy that they go into a job and they have a flat, right? At that point in time, Sarah's figured out that he's not going to be able to make it to this job because he's he stopped the job and he's stopped in mm-hmm. his tracks, if you will. And you can reassign other folks to go over there and help them fix the, and manage that time against that guy's time if you want to. And you can change. Maybe the guy got one of the guys got hurt that was in the truck riding with the truck or whatever. Another guy can 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 now go to that job as well. So this mm-hmm. just allows you for those exceptions. And these are very rare that you have to change these, but you have that option. And that is really the only manual piece of this whole thing. Everything else is automated. Gotcha. On this slide here, if you see the number one with a circle um, on it there, that basically you just grab that guy by his name, you grab that little uh, bluish color, and you just slide it underneath the name that's off to the left um, mm. in the boxes there, and then that you're done. There's your work crew. And that's how you assign the, like your helpers. That's how, you, your- that's how you assign. So if a guy calls in sick, mm-hmm. you assign him to another guy to this guy because he has a job that you need him to be on or whatever. And then that's how you start tracking these guys and you know who they're with. And then keeping task times updated makes Sarah price book a living document. I said this earlier, I price book is not static. It is actually a dynamic price book and it is an integral part of changing your prices. As you get these price increases and little to no time at all, you can completely update your price book. As soon as you get the SKU number and the new price from your vendors, you can update your price book in two minutes. And, and so this is how we do it. I have just a slide just to show you how simple it is to edit tasks. If you want to change, if you want to add more description from it for them, you want to sign them as uh, upgrades to other tasks, all these things you can do inside the price book. And our price book is included in the Sarah 
software. It's not something we charge extra for, and it actually does way more than any other. And then here's the the roll-up report where you're basically, you can see what's happening for a department or for the company. These are all the calls that could have been ran today. And then you can literally dive in to this information just by anything that's blue. You can dive in and and go straight into the customer and and start looking at these and start assessing the situation. This report also allows you to do various KPIs within it. Show me all the overs for this this time period and, and just dive in on the overs. Show me all the unders that you need right inside our report section and inside Sarah. I like how it says the job efficiency over on the right-hand side there. And then under the end result, like your actual hours that you're over, like your smaller ticket items, like you can have a larger percentage of job efficiency deficit with a smaller amount of time that they actually were over. So it just brings it back into perspective that 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there really hurts your efficiency. It really does. And it's important that we learn how to use this data, answer the what, and mm-hmm. and use it to our advantage and keep evaluating it over time. And as more time you have using this, the, the more efficient you can make your company because you start getting those real numbers that you're looking for. So we're going to have real, we're going to have live job costing like you've never seen before. It's actually true job costing. Yeah. And, and I like and, the and, fact and, that if they see it, then they're not surprised at that point, if they can that's see right. it every day and it's like, right, so I know transparency. That, yeah. That's going to be Whenever, huge, when we have this conversation, it's not a surprise conversation to have. Yeah. Well, because employees as a whole, they want to know how they're doing and having that yeah. transparency helps them understand. I either suck at my job or I'm doing really well without right. really needing like someone to pat them on the back or kick them in the ass. So I love that. That's where you guys are heading, that transparency, because I yeah, think that so, leads to employee engagement too. So the reason we don't show the text in the beginning is because we want the owners to have an opportunity to make this right. Yeah. So if you start throwing out the bad data to your tech immediately, then they don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? So we don't show it to the tech until they're able to get it all dialed in. And then we start showing it to them and we can be real with them. And the thing about it is, as we know, technicians, if there's any technicians watching this, and I say this with love, we'll try to game any system you put together. That's why we have so many games. That's why we have so many pay systems that are yeah. just killed businesses because, and that's why this labor rate is 25, 30, 35% for mm-hmm. these jobs. And so they can game commission. They can game hourly. They can game all this stuff. So we don't have our payroll process in Sarah just yet. Okay. I think we'll probably have that about the fourth quarter. Okay. Again, this is a lot of stuff that's cutting edge, right? We've been running our companies the same way for hundred years now. I think a lot of the reasons why we were successful with our companies is we didn't waste time. I was on Google the whole entire first page for almost three years before I had any competition. Yeah. They were, everybody was fighting for the yellow pages. And so we jumped out of them and we jumped into Google. It was a risk, mm-hmm. but I saw, I could see and feel that was where we needed to be. And it, I was, obviously I was correct and it worked out. And now everybody's on Google. Should we jump back on yellow pages? <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. No, but we should jump back into SEO. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Uh, don't get distracted too much by uh, social media because you need that SEO as well to help your social media. I'll bang on that drum with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that one dialed in too. And fortunately, we have something in Sarah that helps and Josh has seen that as well. And so it's really about you can wait until everybody accepts it or you can 
jump in there and accept it. Yeah. And get going and make change and quit relying on the one lever you have right now, which I got to raise my prices or lose money and start working on the efficiency of your business. Cause we just don't. That's going to be a big thing. That's going to be a big thing with buying with uh, all this VC money out here, buying up and these companies, the companies that aren't being purchased, they need to be more efficient because that's the big companies. They're going to have buying power, the smaller companies or privately held companies won't, necessarily have as much buying power. So they're going to have to become efficient in other ways. And it's twofold. The PE firms are just as inefficient. True. And sometimes true. more more so because of all the different businesses running all over the place. And, and so, yeah, somebody's got to jump in and start leading the pack, whether it's PE and private. It's time to make change. The world's mm-hmm. changing. Our industry's changing. We're finally getting our due, our respect of the trades and the hard work and people have done well and sold their companies and lived a life that maybe they never thought possible. And all those things are cool. And, but it doesn't mean we're done. There's a lot more to do and we need to get more efficient and not rely on extremely high pricing to combat, to go against your neighbors, your competitors. I, I was gonna, I was gonna interject with something like this because we talked earlier about price increases and mm-hmm. infl- now there's inflation. At some point, people are not going to replace their system. They're gonna they're gonna try to put some. They're gonna throw some repair money in there, and they're gonna stop going for replacement because their replacement cost is going to be so ridiculous, even with financing. And if we don't know our efficiency on repairs, and our repair price just keeps going up because our flat rate keeps going up, we're gonna lose out on a lot of money that can help us stay afloat during that time where we can't depend on, let's say 75% of our business being all replacement jobs. And I think having that information is going to be so vital because at some point we we haven't had a recession in what, 14 years, 13 years, it's going to happen at some point and things aren't going to be as good as they are right now, or at least Mm -hmm. as good as they have been, especially for the home service industry. So it's just preparing yourself, knowing your numbers. All those things are going to come play a big part in what is, what will eventually come as we know the cycle of this stuff always comes and this, the signs are there, right? Yeah. The signs are there, the inflation, the equipment price increases, all this stuff. So it just, that would be my caution. Anyone listening to this, if you could give discounts to do work later, as long as you know those numbers and what can keep you busy in the fall, like right. duck, in the South, duck replacements, all that type of stuff, you can set, you can really plan to keep your business busy year, mm-hmm. at least close to year round. So that way you don't have these. How you do around. that? You sell maintenance agreements all summer. Are you going to do that this summer, Tersh? <laughs> Dang, I am. <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> oh, is Billy's going to reach through this, this screen and slap you. <laughs> He's still in the school of hard knocks. I'm working on it. <laughs> yep. Cool. Billy, we appreciate you sharing this with us and, and sharing with our, uh, our listening audience and everything. Josh, you have anything? No, I I love this stuff. This is great. I love where the industry is going with this transparency because I think it's sorely needed. And there's a reason why homeowners don't generally trust a contracting company because they just don't know. So the transparency on our end is, is going to be key as we move forward because buyers are only getting smarter. They're not getting dumber. There's more information right. available to them literally every single day. So the more transparent we can be and the more honest we can be with our pricing and all that stuff, I think is going to lead to a better customer experience. Yeah. Online purchasing is going to, that's going to put it in your pocket as well. Online purchasing. We got someone you should talk to. (laughs) (laughs) And this is going to help with that problem. 
yeah. Billy, where do we go? Sarah, Sarah dot, uh, Sarah dot tech. Okay. T-E-C-H, Sarah.tech. Perfect. Thank you again, Billy. And thank you everybody that's watching this. Until we talk again next time, hope you have a wonderful and safe week. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Service Business Mastery. Now that you are equipped with essential business advice from this impactful conversation, you are one step closer to becoming the successful owner of your dreams. If this episode has been helpful to your business journey, don't forget to subscribe to the show, leave a rating, and share it with other owners as well. Visit Service to learn more.